You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, greetings once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, January the 19th, and this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm Craig Hemke, and joining us, of course, is Eric Sprott. Eric, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. Uh, lots of good things going on, and uh, metals are hanging in there. They're sort of threatening to, to make the big breakout here, so pretty exciting. And Eric, before we begin, just a not-so-subtle reminder. You may not know, though, this, that Sprott Money now offers exclusive promotions and deals to its storage clients. This month, Sprott Money storage clients can buy a one-ounce gold Britannia coin for only 30 bucks over the spot price. If you're a storage client, you can call 888-861-0775 to take advantage of this exclusive offer. And if you're not a storage client... Why not? Open an account today. All right, my friend. Uh, we're talking about storage of physical gold and silver. The paper prices of gold and silver have been kind of held in check this week, though at least they're not actually going back down either. Just in general, what are your thoughts as we watch um, the price move back and forth? Well, I think one of the interesting things is there's been some uh, discussion of the sort of uh, six-year downtrend line from the 11 high to today. And we're right on the verge of breaking out. I, I'm not sure whether the number's uh, 1337, something like that, or 1340, but it's in that range. And of course, it goes down uh, every week because it's a sloping uh, downtrend line. So even if we hang in here, we're going to break through it. So I find that, that quite exciting. And the same thing with silver, that uh, technically uh, they, they're looking so ready here. Uh, we've seen... Uh, uh, certainly data that would support uh, people are taking more interest in uh, gold and silver now. I think some of the mainstream people, particularly Jeff Grunlach, who said, well, there's only one thing to buy, that's gold and silver. And um, we're seeing certain markets stumble, not the stock market, but I'm talking about the bond market and Bitcoin. We should talk about those a little more. Uh, that when they stumble, people then look around and wonder, well, what am I going to do here? Uh, I was reading an article, a Bloomberg article this morning about how the gold ETFs are uh, are getting um, buying in here, and would suggest that you know we could we could easily hit a new uh, five year high in gold with the with the level of buying that's going on. So uh, generally, everything around gold and silver is pretty good, and I think there's some uh, specific things going on in uh, Bitcoin and the and the bond market that uh, might really propel things forward. However, at the same time, my friend, just as the uh, open interest and the commitment of trader structure uh, just was flashing a buy signal back in early and mid-December, here we are playing the same old game against the banks, Eric, just since December the 26th, when the price of gold moved up through an important technical indicator, the 200-day moving average. Just since that date, open interest on the COMEX has gone up by 135,000 new contracts that the banks have printed and uh, sold, to the, sold to the speculators seeking gold exposure. 135,000 contracts, Eric, that's 420 metric tons of digital gold that's been created in the last couple of weeks. Are we going to win the fight this time, or do you think we're just, you know, uh, it's just the same old wash and rinse? Well, you know, they keep trying to whack it down. Uh, I guess it was, uh, what, was it two days ago that sort of at 3.30 in the afternoon or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, somebody came out and sold 2 million ounces of uh, gold. Mm. 
um, in the market and knocked gold down ten bucks. Yep. And and it looks like that uh, <clears throat> that uh, procedure failed, which was good to see that we're back above the levels that uh, that sale took place. And I think gold's been. It looks like it's been a lot more resilient against the attacks so far. But that's not to say we've we've won the game. But I think there are. Uh, certain things, and maybe I should talk to those, uh, one being Bitcoin. I mean, the fact that uh, the coin retailers have announced that uh, since Bitcoin has fallen here, that the demand for gold, literally physical gold coins and bars, has shot up because people who had made money in Bitcoin, and this is only logical, what do you do when you take your profit, Right. If you're going to exit the game, the Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency game, what do you do with your money? You hate banks. You hate fiat currencies. I mean, there's pretty well only one option. That is to go into gold. And so that has, uh, has, has, is happening as we speak. I think the more important thing about Bitcoin is that there's been some studies published. And people, if you just put in Bitcoin manipulation, you, you can go and find those studies that show, for example, they went back to 2013, and they could see where on certain days when certain bots uh, came at BOTs, came in and, and purchased Bitcoins, that Bitcoin went up on average 4% that day. And over that very short time period, at the end of 2013, the price of Bitcoin went from 150 to 1,000. And the conclusion of the study was it was totally manipulated and the sense i'm getting is uh, that all of these unregulated currency exchanges are open to massive manipulation uh, we see manipulation in regulated markets great right you imagine what happens in an unregulated market where you can do whatever you want to do and i think that it seems quite obvious with when we look back at the kind of move we had i mean this I don't know how it compares to tulip mania, but uh, tulip mania probably was the most ridiculous thing the world has ever seen in the financial market. But I gotta believe that this is probably way beyond the the tulip mania, particularly when we got up to twenty thousand uh, dollars late last year. Um, and if we all find out that it was just a, a bunch of guys taking money from people, uh, God forbid, where what everyone's going to conclude from the whole system. And, of course, put put that together with the derivatives then beginning to trade in December and the banks getting involved. And, and, and let's, say that, let's say they really knew it was manipulated, but they're manipulators, too. Right. They just end up manipulating it down. So I think that we have to watch Bitcoin here because I think the now that these studies have come out, you, people are got to be on very, very uncertain ground. Who've, uh, who purchased these currencies. And I, I was even reading about the Mt. Gox that went down. You know, that they, it stated that there's 650,000 coins lost. Right. Well, you know what? There are only 17 million coins so far. They, 650 were lost? Oh, my God. And now I read that there's 853 cryptocurrencies. I mean, it's just, it's screaming at you that this, uh, there's something crazy going on here. So I think that would all be very constructive for gold, uh, what's happened for Bitcoin already, and, you know, what's likely to happen to Bitcoin. That's kind of my two bits worth on it. No pun intended. 
Uh, Eric, no I, pun intended. You know, and that's the thing. Uh, at, at some point, whether the price keeps rising or if it or if it falls, I mean, there has to be some diversification involved. And you would sure think, like you said, that people that they don't trust the banks, they don't want to go back into you know just a plain old paper dollars, that that bleeds over into physical gold and silver. And that's what was, I think the most compelling part of the news this week was the massive surge in interest and in sales as soon as Bitcoin yeah. started to roll over. And and the other thing that I kind of look at that's a, sort of a macroeconomic thing is this whole bond market with the ten year now at uh, you know got over. Uh, 2.63, which was uh, Jeff Grunlach's, you know, red line, where for we're over that, then the stock market starts to feel it. Uh, and, of course, I'm uh, looking at a, a stock market that's kind of acting ridiculous, too. And uh, if all of a sudden it starts falling apart, now you've got this, this, the stock people looking for an exit as well. Plus the bond people, you know, when bond yields go up, the bond owners are losing money here. Right. So... Um, there's some losses going on in the bond market, and some of those people might want to uh, believe that it's over. And how are you going to redeploy your money if you're going to take it out of the bond market? And when I think of the 10-year U.S. bond, and I, you know, you read that China wants to lighten up in their treasuries, you see that Japan was a seller of treasuries. Theoretically, the Fed's supposed to be a seller of treasuries. I mean, and 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 and, and then the deficit goes up because of the tax cut. I mean, what could possibly be the the positives in in the yield going forward. I mean, it just seems like everything's going to work against the owner of the ten year bond here. So I guess we shouldn't be too surprised to see rates moving the way they are with those huge underpinnings kind of weakening here. You know, and Eric, I guess for the final question, the the main story in the news today is this looming government shutdown here in the U.S. Um, which, you know, whether they resolve that or not, I don't think is that important in the long term, but it is certainly emblematic of the political discord here. And you mentioned uh, interest rates. The U.S., I remember we discussed at the end of last year, is set to issue net issuance of $1.3 trillion worth of treasuries in 2018. It's the highest number since 2010. You've got Bond rates then going up, but at the same time, the dollar is falling. It's 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 set to close this week at the lowest level since December of 2014. So there's this kind of cross current there. I mean, can you tie any of that together? Yeah. Does any of it make sense? Yeah, no, no. There's no doubt that they're all interrelated here. I mean, this this whole uh, uh, insanity that's going on in Washington, uh, the whole uh, need to raise more money. Uh, theoretically, the U.S. would have to say to the rest of the world, well, we need you to buy the treasuries again. <laughs> and the world is kind of tur- turning their back a little towards that thought, uh, particularly due to the political uncertainty. Um, so, yeah, the, the dollar weakening, and the dollar could plunge here. I mean, it's it's hitting serious new lows here that yep. uh, breaking all the technical barriers that you'd expect to expected to break and to see it fall to DXY is at 90 cents on the dollar to fall to 80 cents on the dollar. So that would be a huge tailwind for gold here. I mean, that'd be a 12 and a half percent decline. So, you know, do the reverse of that on gold and right. you have your next 100, 150 bucks on gold there. So, and, and if gold ever went up that extra 150 bucks, it would technically have broken out and everyone, it would just go crazy. Exactly. I mean, it would be, it would be, uh, we'd have a, a, a quite the party. And I think there's lots of 
other things that we've just discussed that suggest the money's going to have to find a place to uh, to satisfy itself that it's not going to lose money. And whether it's Bitcoin or the bond market or and then ultimately the stock market, if they all start weakening, there aren't too many places to go, and we know where the best one is. So we'll keep our fingers crossed on all of that. That sounds like a deal. Uh, I think we will keep our fingers crossed, though it does seem like things are forces are aligning the right direction here in 2018. It's a very exciting time to be in the metals. And again, a very exciting time to have an account at Sprott Money, where we encourage you to uh, check out our site, SprottMoney.com, today. Eric, it is always a pleasure to visit with you. I'm looking forward to seeing what the next week brings. But for now, uh, I'll let you go, and we'll talk again next Friday. Should be fun. All the best, Craig. And from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next Friday.